psychology says that it is very, very important to find a balance between being alone and being in social situations. But most people are in social situations most of the time, and this is not healthy. Welcome today, I'd like to talk about this social, which is a word that doesn't exist in English, but we still must talk about it. Or let's better say, being social is a word which is generally used. Let's first focus the definition. I think that there are several definitions because it, it is very individual how one defines social stuff. I mean, many people define it in different ways. And I want to show up the two definitions which are used most of the time. Most people think that to be social has something to do with the quantity of people you are surrounded by. It means something, the more people they have around them, the more social they are. Even if there are people around them they are not familiar with. In this case, some people think the more friends they have, the more social they are. But I think it is maybe not such a long time ago when this kind of, I would say, wrong definition appeared and maybe appeared when social media and all this stuff was established. And as you know, there are no real friends, the more friends you have on Facebook, because Facebook just took friends instead of followers or something like that. But this is just a word. It is not, you know, most of the people one has on Facebook are not true friends. They don't know each other in reality. They just know each other from being online. Therefore, I think this confusion of a definition of, so, of being social comes from social media. But as you know, from social media, this, you can say virtual friends doesn't really make you happy just because you have them. Yes, maybe there are some, maybe two, maybe three friends you have there and you are in interaction almost every day and you have a little fun with that. But as you also know, there's a negative aspect of social media and other media too. For example, bullying or other negative stuff when people talk about a person. But the same thing can also happen with the real life friends, with the personal friends, which you know not just in a digital way, but also meet them physically. One day you can be very, very happy with them. And another day there is trouble. Because as you know, and I told in the video about the discontent, people have expectations in relationships. And based on this expectations, when they are not fulfilled, they become disappointed and trouble appears. So the same way you can be happy, you can also have trouble with friends. Because in this life, the coin always has two sides. Because in this life, here in this dimension, we live here where everyone has an ego and where the ego determines through thinking, through the mind, what happens here. And therefore, we underlie the dualism. There's also a video about it. I link all the videos down below in the video description. And in topics about the social things, you can also see the dualism. So as the first definition said, most people love to have many friends and love to be social like this, like on a quantity level. 
besides the quality. And for them, it doesn't matter if there is no true friendship, no deep friendship with one. They just like to have lots of friends. But there's also a negative aspect, an opposite from having many. There are people, they have social anxieties. I can't explain where this comes from, but this is an official mental illness. And it's no fun and it's no, not to bully those people because they have been bullied maybe already. And therefore, this social anxieties appeared and they love to live better alone instead of having many friends because they had negative experiences. They had too much negative experiences and now they prefer to avoid people, to have a more or less relative good life. And it's a burden for them to have many people and they flee from them. And so you can see this is also the opposite, which is, of course, existing because this world underlies dualism. It is what it is, but not just those people with social anxiety suffer, actually all suffer because, you know, as Buddha or others said, life is suffering. That means it's not just that we suffer. It's not just that the person who has social anxiety suffers and the persons which have many, many friends and are surrounded by people all the time, they suffer not. That's not true because in the dualism, both sides are suffering and just the middle way is the way out. But why should people with many friends suffer? The first thing is that they waste lots of energy for lots of friends. They are not really friends because there is no deep friendship. That's the first point. And there is another point too. Some of them are very entangled with all these people, but not just always in a good way. And additionally, they have kind of an addiction to be surrounded by these people. They need it. Again, and this is entangled because of kind of an emotion addiction. Lots of people have an emotion addiction. You can find more about it from Joe Dispenza, who talked about this. And this is very interesting. I present a book summary of Joe Dispenza also on my channel. Emotional addiction is just a chemical thing which happens in our body. And most people suffer from this. Also, they don't know about this. People love to strive for good emotions. But also some love to strive on an unconscious level for their bad emotions and repeat them again and again. Here it is more obviously that there is kind of an addiction because why should someone strive for something negative? But even the positive ones, which just strive for positive emotions, have this addiction. I don't want to see that we have, from now beginning, avoid emotions. Emotions are natural. There's nothing wrong with them. But many, many people are striving to get extra emotions and more positive emotions or even negative you know such people maybe they love to party as often as they can if they could they would party every day but so they never find peace they never find stillness which is important for your development it is also important to party once and to have some social connections to have some good people around you but not all the time not from the morning until the evening and every day. It is enough social stuff you have around you at work. You are very entangled there, as you know. The same thing when you have a big family. But you need times alone. Zen Buddhism or besides religion, psychology says that it is very, very important to find the balance between 
being alone and being in social situations. But most people are in social situations most of the time. And this is not healthy. And this makes not just the emotional addiction, what's behind all this, but also an addiction to be among all those people. Because there's another addiction too. It is the addiction to be recognized. It is the addiction to count something. And we are educated like this. And all the stars and, you know, the famous people, they live this life and many people, they are not famous. They strive to copy them and they want this fame and they want to be recognized and they try to take center stage as often as they can because they love this recognition. And therefore they have so many friends around them, which are not true friends, which is just a quantity, which is just an amount of people. They just want to fulfill this addiction on an unconscious level. What I all have said here is not conscious for most of the people. Most people just live like that on a very, very unconscious level and don't know about addiction for recognition, emotional addiction, or even those ones with the social anxieties don't know that this is a psychological disease and they need help. Some already know all this stuff, are very conscious about it and change also things in their life to have a better life now, not too much social stuff and more time to be alone, more time for meditation, more time for self-development. And at this point, let's come very briefly to the last definition of being social. Being social also can mean taking care for others, helping and this is a better definition of being social, not just having many people around, but also do something for people and get something back. And, you know, but this could also become a trap. As you know, there are lots of helpers and kind of good people in Christian communities or in other places and institutions which try to save the world and try to make a better world. And yes, as I said, this is a better definition. And I also can see that these people are closer to enlightenment. These people which are helpers are on a good way and are more conscious than those ones which just live in the first definition, just want to have many friends and just want to take center stage or kind like that. But also this helping role can bring you suffering even if it really sounds kind of a good thing. But there are many, they are very naive, just helping others and helping others and helping here and helping there. And they forget their self, but not forgetting on a higher level, like developing and overcoming the ego. No, they forget this own self-development. They forget to search for their higher self, to meditate, and they lost their self in those actions, in all of these helping activities and forget to develop from inside. And so they are the first candidates for the next burnout because they give and they give and they give and, it, and it's kind of false self-forgetting or overcoming the ego. You must transcend it through meditation, not just through actions in the outside, in the world. And that's the problem, what they have. And therefore, they burn out and they got other problems. The very best thing is, first of all, being alone and meditate, the second thing. And then 
when you have the first results and you find kind of a light, then you can go out for helping. Then you can feel what's what really matters, what is needed now, where can I really help? But from the inside, the first thing is therefore finding your higher self and finding your purpose. And with the purpose, then you know what you really have to do. Not just to take a role or, or a function in any helping organization and to overload with the work there and forget yourself in the wrong way, not through overcoming in meditation and forget to meditate and don't develop. When you are just a helper from the outside and don't find your inner resources, then at the end of your life, you also lay on your deathbed the same way the people from the first def definition, which are just striving for having many friends. And then you also lay there just striving for have many actions. And at the end, you think, why haven't I meditated enough? What's wrong now? I die and I haven't reached enlightenment. And so I did all this stuff and it doesn't really change anything. Just a few things here and a few things there, but it couldn't really help the world in the long term. Really helping the world in the long term, you could reach when you strive for enlightenment first before all these actions. And then when you have reached it, then you find your role, you find your purpose, and then you really find what you have to do, what is your role here? Why are you actually here in reality? And then you can go in your action. But where does the social stuff come from? It comes from earlier societies. It comes from the very early mankind. They lived in the nature and there were dangerous animals at their time and they had to protect them. And living alone was very dangerous at this time. And therefore they created communities and big families and you know all this stuff. It was just on a security level. But as you already know, nowadays already some people abolished it for themselves, live alone. It has advantages, but also disadvantages. You know, sometimes you can feel alone, even if you love to live alone. Some people nowadays really love to live alone because they can determine their life the way they want to. And there is nobody which says to them, you have to act different, you have to do this or that. They can do what they want. They are kind of free. But the other side is sometimes they can also feel lonely, but they have lots of time for meditation. I don't want to say communities are bad or something like that. This is not what I want to say. You can live in a community or in a big family. There's nothing wrong with that. And you also can live alone. You have nowadays in many, many countries, it is, you can choose it on your own how you want to live. But when you live in a society, it must be clear for you that it is not the real connection. That it is just in connection on the surface of life. It is just an outer connection with people. And as you can see that you are separate bodies. And so there is no connection you can see. It's just that you can feel a little bit through emotions, but you must also consider there's a real connection inside of you between you and your higher self. And this is the real connection, the connectedness. And therefore I said again and again, first thing is strive for this. And when you have, and you already know, I think people which watch this video are on a very good day and had the first insights of enlightenment, but can't keep it all the time, but also know what I'm talking from. 
And therefore, you know this connectedness. And you know that when you are in the connectedness, you can make better relationships. You can make true relationships, not just from the outside, because I want to have this guy as a friend because he's so cool and I want this. And this is just from thinking. Most people make friends just from thinking because they think the person is cool and they want to have it as they want to have him or her as a friend. But when you are in a connectedness, you can actually make friends with everyone. And you find the good thing in everyone. But that's not a reason that you have to really make friends with everyone and with, you know, and you fall again in the trap of the first definition. But for the moment, wherever you are, when you are in the city and have something to do, and you meditated before and you can keep this enlightened status, then you can make friends for a very short time. You can, even with an officer or another person or a salesman, you can make kind of a short friendship just for the moment, just to be good with the people, tell a few funny things, which comes just out of the situation itself. Things happen and, you know, you just say something ironic or something like that. Or you see a salesman which is unhappy with his job and you maybe have a few good words for him. But this is just an example. You will find it out. Let your intuition flow. When you go out and you keep this meditation status, this deep connectedness, and then you go out through people, let this flow. It will come automatically. You don't have to play a clown extra to be funny. It will come from alone in the situation, in the here and now. In our society, there is also a false social level in institutions like when you remember at school it is the same thing and therefore we are educated and we have this wrong views of these definitions of being social because they put many people in one room and they try to adjust many people like robots that they all have to function and all have to be the same and this is not a good life and you know from many children nowadays that they suffer from that to be in a room with lots of people every day and to have to do things instead of self-determination, like in their free time for many and in other institutions too. I don't want to say that just school is a problem, but there are such problems. You can also find in the other videos about education here on this channel. This is what people actually think what being social is, is kind of wrong social stuff. And if you want to really be social and you know that, go in that connection through meditation. And when you are there, you can really become social and you can really have good social situations with others. But first you have to be alone and you have to learn to be the silence and you have to learn to be yourself, even with the most negative thoughts. And just when you learn this, you go closer to enlightenment and just then you are really able to have good social situations. I hope this video could help you. If there are still questions left, please let me know down below in the comments. Have a nice time. See you soon. Bye.